everyone. Good afternoon. Hello, hello. How are y'all? <laughs> Hi, my name is Kelly Johnson. I'm the volunteer and program coordinator here at the chapel. And I'd like to welcome you here for today's laughter meditation. Um, it's a part of our series called 12 Moments, Experiencing Spiritual and Faith Traditions. So every first Wednesday of the month, from noon to one, uh, we host a different uh, leader from uh, the greater Houston community to give us a taste of a different spiritual or religious uh, contemplative practice. So if you like today's experience, please come back. We have one every Wednesday, uh, first Wednesday of the month. And on the back of your handout, we have what we have coming up uh, for the fall season, so you can kind of get a glimpse. And if you're coming in, please come on in. We have plenty of room uh, for you to sit down. Uh, so uh, today's program is also a part of our summer series of programming, which is family-friendly. Um, and thank you to those who have come to our previous concerts or meditations. We really appreciate it. And for those coming for the first time, thank you so much. Uh, we're a sacred art space dedicated to the intersection of art, spirituality, and human rights. And the 14 uh, paintings that you see on the wall were done by the artist Mark Rothko. So you're welcome to come back and use the space as a place for meditation and centering on your own time. We're open every day, uh, 10 to 6. So before I begin, I'd like to remind you to silence your cell phones or turn them off if you'd like to. We will be um, photographing and audio recording today's meditation, and we'll share it on our website. So if you'd like to go back and revisit it or share it with those who couldn't make it today, that will be available. And okay, so now I'd like to introduce you to our uh, speaker today, uh, Mr. Stephen Finley. Uh, he's a certified laughter uh, yoga teacher, and he serves as the primary chaplain for leukemia and pediatric services at UTMD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston. Uh, he was instrumental in developing Laughter for Health program for outpatients and caregivers at the Integrative Med Medical Center. Uh, so we're very happy to have him here with us today, and you're going to experience a very unique uh, style of meditation. So I'll hand it off to Stephen. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Good afternoon. So very pleased to be here. I think this is the third time I've come and uh, presented my presentation. Let me head it upside down. So, uh, is everybody ready to laugh? Yes. <laughs> so, we're going to uh, do a laughter meditation, but before we do that, I'm going to give you a brief uh, history of the concept and philosophy of the role of laughter and silence. Um, everything that I'm saying to you is coming out of the discipline that is called laughter yoga. Uh, Laughter Yoga began in 1999. It was created by a physician by the name of Dr. Madan Kataria in the city of Mumbai in the country of India. And he was looking for a way to use humor for stress management and stretch, stress reduction. And they started out with a small group of people, five total. They would meet every morning to laugh. And they did it in the park, seven days a week. And the weather there permitted that. Houston, seven days a week in the park? I don't think so. <laughs> they would start off with a joke or a funny story. Whoever had a joke or a 
funny story. You know, I'm a chaplain, which means I'm a preacher, which means I know a lot of jokes. <laughs> you know, some of the most well-known televangelists start their lessons off with the joke because it gets people to just relax and kind of open up. Well, within a few weeks, this small group of laughing yogis grew from five to 50 people. And they said, this is a great way to start our day. Before we even get going at work or at home or business or whatever, we have met with each other around 7.30 in the morning and we've spent about, a, about 30 minutes of laughing together. One day they gathered to do their, their laughter and the story goes they had run out of jokes. <laughs> oh, oh, what to do? The story goes they had run out of good jokes. So now they were pulling up, you know, half-tread, half-baked. You know, if you were a professional stand-up comedian, you have a pile of jokes to use, and then you have a pile of jokes that go into the uh, trash can. So they were pulling stuff out of their trash cans. Some of the ladies came and said, Dr. Kataria, we love laughing today, getting together, laughing. However... We, we can't do these jokes anymore. The jokes we're using now are, they're in bad taste. Uh, some of them are racist. Some of them are sexist. You know, how many blonde jokes does everybody know in here? So they were saying, you know, we'd rather stop the laughter group if we have to keep using this material. And he told them, he said, give me 24 hours. I will come up with an alternative. He didn't know what he was going to do. But as he was reading some material later that day, he read a line that said that the human body can't tell the difference between a fake laugh and a real laugh. And I've got someone over here already doing it. <laughs> and so that became his aha moment. So when he showed up at the group that day, he said, everybody, we're going to laugh today. No jokes. No funny stories, no humor, even if you just do fake laughter. They started doing fake laughter, y'all. <laughs> and because it was a social environment, over a period of time, the laughters segued from fake to contagious, spontaneous, for some of them, gut-busting, snot-out-your-nose <laughs> laughter. And that's how laughter yoga got started. The laughter part are simulated laughter exercises. The yoga part is the yogic breathing. The breath is so important. Everyone take a deep breath through your nose with me. Hold it and go, ha, 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 ha. That's pretty good. Take a deep breath. Hold it. <laughs> you guys got potential. Just for a moment, may I hear, what does your fake laughter sound like? Yeah? So there is a high correlation between laughter and also emotional intelligence. There's a correlation between laughter 
and your mood. By using fake laughter, you can actually train yourself to send out endorphins. If your laughter is hearty, meaning you're laughing down into the belly, deep breaths. If your laughter is unconditional, what's unconditional laughter? <laughs> Why are you laughing, uh, Stephen? No reason. <laughs> you know, out of, the, out of so many traditions, the one that I represent, the Christianity, agape is called unconditional love. You love, why are you loving, why are you helping that person? No reason, this is because uh, I, I, I want to show God's love to them. Unconditional love. You don't have to earn it. You even love your enemy. You know, think about it, unconditional love is revolutionary, right? We tend to love those who love us and nice to us. Unconditional love says even those that don't like you, you love. Well, we're talking about, for today, unconditional Laughter. If you really think about it, it's a radical idea as well. I'm in the car. I had booked a speaking engagement. I was going to be the main speaker on laughter for a group of adult protective services caseworkers. <laughs> now, you know they needed some laughter, right? They booked me three months in advance, okay? It was, it was, you know where Wog Avenue is? Okay, see, I don't live there, so I'm driving. I'm lost. <laughs> oh my goodness, where am I going? I'm lost. I'm going to be late. I begin squeezing the steering wheel, okay? And then I began to internally berate myself. Internally, I was going... Stephen, why didn't you look up the route to this? These people booked you three months ago. Why didn't you da-da-da-da and blah 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 and why da-da-da-da? The perfectionist in me now. So I got a death grip on my steering wheel, right? And I'm mad and I'm looking around. And then all of a sudden I went, wait a minute. I'm a, I'm a laughter yogi. I'm supposed to be going and talking to these stressed people about laughter. So I'm in, I'm in the car and I went, <laughs> that's fake laughter, y'all. It wasn't funny. I was messed up. But I'm in the car going, <laughs> guess what happened? My hands relaxed a bit on the wheel. And then I went, I'm lost. <laughs> I have no idea where I am right now. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Guess what happened next? I picked up my cell phone. If I had stayed in my perfection, guilt, shaming myself, I'd have kept the death grip on the wheel and just been simmering. But once I began to laugh, I loosened up, not just psychologically, but even physically. Grab the cell phone. On the phone, I'm talking to my host. She hands the phone to somebody, and they voice guide me. Stay on the phone with me and voice guide me exactly to the conference. And guess what? I was late. And guess what? The conference was still going on like, who knew? 
I get up. There's 300 people in the audience. I apologize for being late, told them the story, did the session. Me and 300 people laughed their heads off. (laughs) At the end of my presentation, I still wasn't done flagging myself, you know, beating myself. I, 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 I apologize once again, and somewhere in the middle of my second apology, I realized I was the only one in the room holding on to the fact that I was late. There was nobody, the people who, who booked me, who hired me, the participants, they were all laughing. So there. <laughs> Next time you're in a frustrating moment, take a moment and say, you know what? I can get mad right now. I mean, I've earned the opportunity to get mad. This person really did something. It cut me off in traffic or whatever. Or you could say, you know what? I know this sounds anti-logical, but I'm going to laugh right now. (laughs) Oh, you brought the car home uh, with no gas hardly in the tank. <laughs> Honey, this, this isn't what we, what we decided on, 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 on the bill for the vacation. <laughs> We're going to have to fix this, darling. <laughs> right, real quick. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... Um, The idea is you can create your own atmosphere of positivity around you in the midst of your day. If you wait for something funny to happen throughout the day, you may be waiting all day. Now, we have many children here. Can I get applause for the children? (laughs) Children can laugh up to two 300 times a day and they laugh for no reason (laughs) they're just children laughter yoga is about training yourself to get back into your own childlike playfulness adults tend to laugh sometimes maybe one to five times a day why Second mortgage, (laughs) second marriage, 30-year-old son who still lives at home, bills, 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 just life. So today what we're going to do, we're going to take a moment and simply do a meditation on laughter. Now, in, 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 in this meditation... I'm going, to, I'm going to invite you, I'm going to rearrange your seating in a moment. You're, you're actually going to rearrange your seating in a moment. But I'm going to invite you to close your eyes. I'm going to lead you through some breathing exercises. And then I'm going to invite you to laugh. It can be fake laughter. You can say, I don't know why I came here. I, didn't want my, I got drug here. This is the stupidest, <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard. Give me your most unconvincing fake laugh. Just go. <laughs> or giggle. Give me some giggle. Got a giggler here. As you do that, 
What happens with laughter meditation is you're leaving your left brain, which is your didactic linear process, and you're actually moving over to the right side of the brain, which is nonverbal, spatial, creative side. You actually begin to laugh out of your unconsciousness. <laughs> and you can put yourself into a state of bliss. If your laughter is hearty, unconditional, and about 15 to 20 minutes of hearty, unconditional laughter, your brain will begin to secrete endorphins. A natural relaxation. I did a laughter session with the patient at the hospital. When it was over, she had breast cancer. I said, how do you feel? She said, my entire body is laughing right now. I had a family member come, did the session. I said, how do you feel? She said, I just got off the plane from Colorado. My father's here in the hospital. I had this weight on my shoulders, like a mountain on my shoulders. 30 minutes after that, she said, the mountain is gone. I had a patient who I would do laughter with him, and I went to see him in the ICU. He's in the ICU with all the instruments and tubes and lights, and he saw me. He said, Chaplain Finley. <laughs> he said, let's laugh. He didn't look like a place you'd be in for laughter. You know what happened? We started doing laughter. You know what happened? The nurse came up to the door. <laughs> She's like, what are y'all doing? They had never heard laughter in the ICU. Ever. They heard other stuff in the ICU. I said, we're doing laughter yoga. She said, oh, well, I want some. So she came in. <laughs> then a doctor came, had his white coat and his stethoscope. He came in. He goes, I said, wait a minute, doc. We got one more round of laughter. He said, oh, I want, I want, it. I want some of that too. So me, the patient, his family, the doctor and nurse in the room, patients hooked up like Frankenstein's monster, laughing. Good for the soul. Once again, take a deep breath. Hold it. Let it out. <laughs> take a deep breath. Hold it. Let it out. <laughs> So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to uh, ask every third, every odd-numbered row, if you would stand up and turn around and sit down so that you're facing the row behind you. So that's row number one, row number three, number five, number seven, number nine. All the odd, all the odd numbers, just turn around. Just turn around. If you're on the outskirts, you can join in where you are, or you can gather with someone. Make a friend today. Okay. Everyone? We're about to begin. Take a deep breath. 
Let it out. <sighs> Remember, quick rules. Number one, no new pain. Some people really get into it and they, they sometimes overexert themselves. Just be aware. Stay in your comfort zone. Rule number two, no talking. You'll get to talk later, but not now. No talking. Rule number three. Breathe deeply and listen. I invite you now to close your eyes. Take a deep breath with me. Do not laugh, but just let the breath out through your mouth. Take a deep breath. Hold it. Release. Take a deep breath. Hold it. Release. Now I invite you now to gently allow yourself to laugh, to giggle. Eyes are closed and we'll see where it goes. Hey, it's good to see you. So good to see you. Ha, 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 ha.
Everyone, take a deep breath. Release. Eyes are closed. Deep breath. Release. Deep breath. Release. Eyes are closed. I'm going to lead you in a brief guided imagery. Imagine yourself in a beautiful, beautiful place full of sunshine, blue skies, fertile grass, beautiful trees, truly a paradise. You can hear the water flowing. There are flowers fields of flowers, there's this pitter-patter of life, might be a squirrel or a woodpecker, hummingbirds, take a deep breath, release, take a deep breath, release, Continue to breathe deep, eyes are closed. Imagine that you're sitting under a tree. The grass is like deep carpet. Your back is up against the tree. This is the most beautiful tree, majestic. It's as if this tree with its branches and limbs could reach down and hug you. Pulsating with love, with joy, with nature. From the crown of your head 
to the soles of your feet. You feel energy like electricity starting at the crown of your head. <clears throat> when I imagine it, I see it like almost like a pinkish light sizzling with energy. And it's flowing down your head, down your face, to your shoulders, going all the way down your torso, down your backside, all the way down to your feet. This energy is full of love and laughter and joy, touching every molecule, every strand of your DNA, every organ, every bone, <clears throat> muscle, everything that is you is being purified with love and light and laughter. And the beauty of this is you can send this laughter, this love, this light out into all places. You can push it out like your body was a pulsar pumping out this love all around you, touching every tree, every grass, every creature, every person. If there's someone special in your life that you think of right now, you can push that energy towards them because time and distance doesn't mean a thing. There's a sense of oneness between your laughter and your breath and your capacity to renew yourself. This place we're in right now, I like to call it the garden of one's soul. This is a place that you can always go to because it's within you. This place looks exactly like how you've designed it. I've designed mine and I've kind of shared with you what mine looks like. But in your creativity, you're going to shape this environment to look what's most pleasing to you. You may be dreaming of a river that's instead of filled with water, it's filled with nectar. All you have to do is take your cup, your silver cup, go down to the river and scoop up this heavenly nectar. Or you might be dreaming of a place that's full of rainbows. Maybe there's a unicorn. <laughs> this is a magical place. Anytime you're in a place where you're needing a little refreshment, all you have to do is close your eyes, take a deep breath, and you're there. Take a deep breath, release. 
take a deep breath. Release. Take a deep breath. Release. Everybody, your eyes are closed, but I want you to think of the person to your left and to your right. And I want you to send them some giggle. Just little playful giggle. I want you to aim your giggle at their ears. At their at their neck. Imagine your giggle running up their spine. Just playful affectionate giggle. And you know, my definition of giggle, giggle is simply love with some happiness in it. That's my definition. Now, I want you to send some giggle energy to the person in front of you. You don't have to look at them. Just you, I'm sure you've seen them. You've sat there and <laughs> eyes open, but... I just want you to project energy and giggle energy at the person in front of you. Imagine laughter hitting them in the forehead. I mean, just slap them silly with some laughter. Imagine yourself tickling them in the ribs right now. No, no touching. I saw somebody actually doing that. This is all mental, y'all. I think, I think that was her husband, though, so it's probably all right. Keep, keep your eyes closed. Keep breathing. Just sort of feel that wave you're on right now. That's, that's, that is energy. What was, what was that, What you're feeling, that's a, that's a flow. That what you're all feeling right now is simply a flow of energy. I don't know what the head count is. I was told 100 people uh, had registered. But I want you to think for a moment. Let's just go with 100. I'm not sure of the head count. But imagine there are 100 conscious, sentient beings in this room. 100 conscious, sentient beings focusing on love and laughter, and healing, and joy. This is a very powerful room right now. I'm going to do a little experiment. Since we're all Houstonians, I gather, we all know that there are many Houstonians still suffering from Harvey. I want us to think of all those people that you know or know of that are having financial difficulties right now and getting their lives back on track, losing their property. And I want you to send them that love, that energy, that wholeness, that wellness that you're all connected to 
from your own secret place. I'm going to count to five, and on five, I want you to let out your energy, let out your laughter, let out your joy, and I want you to imagine focusing that all over Houston and the surrounding area. Take a deep breath. Release. One. Oh, by the way, when I say five, you can open your eyes and put your hands up and make a little demonstration because you're going to be sending a bolt of, 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 of love out of here. It may show up on the Doppler ra radar. I don't know. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> Send it out, send it out. Somebody got to make a house payment. Somebody's got a doctor bill, come on. Somebody's in a bad marriage. Somebody's got an adult child that won't leave the house. Send them love. Send them love. Whether you're Democrat or Republican, let's send some of this to Washington right now. Send it to him. Send it to him. Ooh, we're about to have church up in here, y'all. In laughter yoga, we do this thing where we go ho, ho, ha, 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 ho, ho. Ha, ha, ha. And it feels like even though we're not doing a laughter yoga session, I have that energy in me that says I need to do that to kind of close this a little bit. And then we're going to have some discussion. So with me, go ho, ho, ha, 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 ho, ho, ha, 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 ho, ho. Ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho. Ha, ha, ha. And now, and now, and now, to end that, we end that with very good, very good, yay. Everyone, very good, very good, yay. All right. Now. What I want you to do is within your groups that you already have, those that are you, rows, rows one to two is a group, one to three and four is, you know, so on, so on, so on. Those on the side, form your groups. I want you to take some time and just share your experience today with each other. Talk about what did you experience? What did you feel? What did you notice? How did you feel when you walked in? How do you feel right now? We, we, we use this as, we call this parallel learning. No one is teaching during this time, but you will be learning to listen to yourself. Not only are you your best teacher, but you are also learning from the experience of others. And we've got 10 minutes. So begin, begin talking and sharing with each other.
Okay, everyone. Ho, ho, ha, ha, ha. 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 Very good. Very good. Yay! All right. So, do we have, we only have time for, wow, it got dark in here. We only have time for maybe just a few uh, comments. I will do a little Q&A, but before that, do I have any volunteers that would like to uh, share what you talked about in your group? Right over here, sir. There's a microphone for you. Tell us your name. Thank you. It's okay. It's okay. Back close to the mouth. I could hear you. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's the testimony. Anyone else? Back here? Back here in the back? Remember to hold the mic really close because I don't know if anyone is hearing you. How's this? Oh, oh yeah. too close. Are right. you in radio? Okay, so, so now it's turned on. All right, there we go. Um, I, I actually Your name, your name? Oh, my name's Alex. Um, and we were talking a little bit. I'd never heard of anything like this either. Uh, so coming in, I thought it was going to be, I mean, I've always thought of laughter as something you cause. I was expecting Eddie Murphy to be up on stage talking about airplane food. But um, I, I really Look liked close. it. Not Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> not Eddie Murphy, not here. Yeah, Go ahead. And, and no jokes about airplane food either, which was cool. I, I really liked, though, that as soon as we got in, you said, uh, you kind of just told everybody to laugh. And it happened. There was no cause. There were no jokes being told. It, and we talked a lot about the authenticity there, the fact that it's kind of just in all of us. Even if we're being really serious all the time, it is something that can just happen right away, which I thought was really cool. It kind of changed how I think about all of this. Thank you. Are you in radio? What do you do? I do have a lovely voice. No, no, I'm, I'm actually in tech support. I get a lot of really long phone calls for some reason. <laughs> we have time for one more. Anyone else? Oh, one time for one more. Anyone else? Right here. Right here. She has a mic. I grew here from north of Austin. 
Austin at 7 o'clock this morning and got here. And, um, you and came I, to Austin for this? From, for this? Above or Austin. And I was really anxious, but uh, I'd heard of this before. And my mom and my sister um, lost their house and their car for Hurricane Harvey. And my sister had just found out she had cancer right before that. So um, so we've been going through a lot. So I thought this would be a really good thing. I tried to get her to come. But I think, I mean, it's like this was such a release. And for us to be not looking at each other, like, let us just <laughs> let go because we weren't, think or I wasn't thinking about how I looked or any of that kind of stuff, but it, it was so wonderful. I just, um, thank you so much. And, and I, your I, name? Linda. Come Linda. here, Linda. <laughs> Come here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Linda, yeah, Linda. So, uh, we're, 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 Five minutes till uh, closing, I mean the session. Any, any questions now about laughter meditation, laughter yoga, right here? We had a question about, can you get a recording of, of laughing, like we could play in the car or something like that. Do you have something you'd recommend? Uh, I do not, I, 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 I get that asked a lot. I haven't yet done that. <laughs> I do know that there's a recording of this session Yes, it'll be on the website tomorrow-ish. Yeah. If, Pressure. <laughs> a quick way to hear some laughter, go to YouTube, type in laughter meditation, laughter yoga, and you will have so much fun. You know, I work in a cancer hospital, right? You know, it gets heavy stuff, right? You know, so, you know, it's heavy stuff, right? So before coming here, I said, you know, I need to get in the mood a little bit more. So I went into YouTube and I went, I, I typed in laughter meditation, laughter yoga, and you're going to see a bunch of people. That actually, they're on a beach and they've got this big parachute out and they're all lying. They're doing the meditation on their backs. They all lay down in a circle, close their eyes. Uh, apparently, you know, we have to do it. We, we, yeah, I, I talked about that as a possibility, but that's, anyway, we're, we're fine, we're fine. But they started laughing, you know, they started laughing, and I'm just sitting there in my desk going, oh my God. I mean, it just kind of gave you, you know, like a, you know, like a hit. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. Show's going on. I'm ready. <laughs> Anyone else? Any? Oh, right here. My name's Karen Hale, and I'm from Sugarland, Texas. I'm a native Houstonian. Cool. What's the most miraculous story you can tell us about the benefit of laughter that you've seen? Wow. <laughs> Let me tell you what. The first year, I think it was the first year I came here, during the meditation, and I talked about the flowers, the image of a, a hummingbird popped in my head. And so I said it. I'd never said it before, Right. So the next day, I get a phone call from a young lady that was here, sitting where you are. And she said to me, she said, Chaplain Finley, I, I was at your meditation. It was very beautiful. She said, uh, I talked to my parents and my, and, and my family about you. She said, uh, my grandfather recently died. And you said hummingbird, and he loved hummingbirds. 
and I was telling my family about you, and we're having a get-together at our house, uh, and we were wondering if you could come to our home and do a laughter yoga. It was a laughter yoga session. Come do a laughter yoga session with us. And so, you know, now I'm on the phone. I'm in my car on the phone with her. I'm driving, and, you know, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, I'm in chaplain mode, which is, you know, it's heavy stuff, right? You know, all that. So I'm very protective of my time away. So I'm like going, um, ah, let me think about that. I'm like, oh, I don't know you people. You know, you know. Next day, the mother of the young lady called me. And she said, my daughter was saying, mentioning you, and, and uh, we really would like you to come if you could. We're going to have a barbecue afterwards. We're having a friend, da, da, da. And then she said, not only did, uh, you know, did, of course, our, 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 you know, my father, grandfather, you know, his time was coming. She said, but she said, we also have another son who died recently. He was in Austin. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time, some kind of drug thing. I don't, she didn't go in detail, right? So I'm on the phone. Now, immediately, the pastor in me went, oh, oh. She had me, she had me you know. <laughs> I like, oh, oh, I'd be happy to be there. I'd be so I go, very nice home. I mean, there's like original, you know, the work of art was like, it was, it was nice. The, her father's an ophthalmologist. Okay, so, okay. you know, it's not in that neighborhood. So I get to the door and uh, uh, I come in and there's a grandma, grandmother, you know, and she's, she, I, hi, I shake her hand, but she has this blank look on her face and I'm like, okay. Now, being African-American... <laughs> I thought to myself, well, maybe she's not used to, I don't know. Later, we do the session, okay, in the backyard. We, we do the session, and, and, and we just, a laughter yoga session, and then I do the meditation. And I said to them, I said, I took them to that special place. Now, let's say that the grandfather's name was, for, 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 for confidentiality, let's say the grandfather's name was Donald Jack Jackson. So at, under that, I said, okay, you're under the tree. I had them, you know, they, they've all in that meditative space. I said, you're under this tree. I said, and all of a sudden, grandfather, grandfather's face appears, and he's laughing. And then I said, and then all of a sudden, Donald Jackson uh, III, the, 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 the young one, his face appears. And he's laughing with you. So they're doing this meditating, right? Well, one of the sisters opened her eyes during the meditation. There was a garden behind us. She went, look, a butterfly. But I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm trying to hold space for them, okay? We end, it, we end it, right? Afterwards, they tell me, we have never, ever seen a hummingbird in the garden. You know, and then I learned about grandmother had dementia. That's why she'd been kind of, but she had been doing the, she, she got in, she was, she was in the flow too. And she was up there doing stuff. And so that, that explained my, you know, my thing with her. That's one example. Wow. So I called that a laughter, a laughter wake. Well, listen, everyone, thank you so much, and uh, ha-ha-ha! <laughs>